0: We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc.
1: And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome
0: back, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back. It's another mini sewed. Yes. Um, so, and actually, we can thank one of our listeners for suggesting this mini-sode. Yes. So, a few weeks ago, we did kind of a book title breakdown where we mm-hmm. kind of talked about the names of all the books, but now we are going to do the art. Yes. On the new covers. Yes.
1: Um, so, we're going to go book by book. So, spoilers. If mm-hmm. you haven't read Through a Court of Silver Flames*, stop listening now. But we're going to talk about the images and what we think they mean. Yes.
0: Um, And before we do, I just had, like, one super random thing. I was trying to, like, obviously get Google ideas on the cover stuff. And I came across something that is not related to the book covers at all. Okay. Um, But it was talking about – oh, this is when I was trying to look up stuff for this or that. I was trying to think of, like, descriptions of the crowns that Pharaoh wore. Oh. Um, So – because I was like, ooh, maybe they have, like, two different descriptions and, like, which one would be cooler kind of thing. But um, I guess I could have talked about this when we recorded that one. But whatever. (laughs) Um, So – the first time that Farah is like dressed up, she talks about um the crown that Reese gives her when she's under the mountain. Yeah. And she said, My hair was coiled around a small golden diadem embedded with lapis lazuli. And um I just thought it was super cool what like this gemstone is historically like means and stuff. Mm. So it symbolizes the starry night. <gasps> which I was Stop. like, Stop. Um also, J. Maas. I know. Also, like the um People believe that these crystals have some sort of powers, which is often used for strong emotional components, and it's known for helping people overcome abuse, trauma, depression, and grief. Which stop. I was like, stop! That's oh, perfect. This is the perfect crown. It is the perfect crown. Perfect crown.
1: So. Oh. No, that's a great lead-in towards symbolism because. Oh yeah, I guess it does. There's so much depth. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, no, there's so much depth to things that you like don't even realize the symbolism of them I until know. we like randomly Google it and we're like, wait, what? I know. Who who puts this much thought into it? Oh,
0: SJM, you're the SJM. best.
1: And I also, I feel like I always have to say her full name since you are also Sarah, and I, I have to make sure we're different. Sarah <laughs> best. So.
0: Oh, but speaking of symbolism, I yes. will say Google is a great reference, but Google is a terrible reference because if you Google like <laughs> what does this represent, you have twenty-seven different options depending on the link you click. This so is true. I'm going with the ones that match what I was thinking. Exactly. So, there's that. <laughs> I love it. Do you want to kick us off with Akatar covers? Sure, I will do Akatar. So to me, I felt like this one was kind of simple yes. so it looks like there's a wolf that has been shot with an arrow yep on the cover so my guess is that it's referring to andras who shot with the ash arrow the mm-hmm. Ferris shot that's- which is like the inciting incident of everything right that started this whole thing so that's yeah. kind of my thing and then um i kind of did like color analysis on all the books oh all of them are different colors yeah i did this like we said based on the new covers not the ones with like the female on them right so this color is red um and red means um it's the color of blood and fire so it's associated with love passion all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um and red is also assertive daring determined energetic powerful it can represent physical energy lust passion desire um Or action, confidence, and courage. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was cool. And the color red is often linked to the most primitive physical, emotional, and financial needs of survival and self preservation. Mm. So, like, totally see the self preservation. I see like the love with Tamlin and just all of it. Like, I feel like it's a good explanation of like all the emotion. There's like rage and there's like anger, but there's also love and passion color Good. is so
1: intentional too. It is. I love
0: that. And that was one of the things that I was like depending on where you google there's like a million references for what colors mean. But I like right. I felt like those were pretty accurate ish. Yeah.
1: No, I like that. Um I also think the wolf is like a reference to Tamlin's power in right. a way about how he transforms into a wolf. Mm-hmm. Um and so I actually kind of focused on like what the meaning of symbolism behind wolves are. Oh, okay. And I thought it was interesting. They obviously recommend um they're obviously connected to things like loyalty and mm-hmm. family, mm. which, like, that's Vera to a T. Vera to a T, but also freedom, mm. which is interesting since this whole book is also about setting people free. Yeah. Um, but then there's also this other side of the wolf, which could be darkness or aggression. Mm-hmm. Which again, I think is something in you know, if we look at this wolf being like shot through with an arrow, mm-hmm. could also symbolize Feyre's like eventual like defeat of yeah. the darkness. Ooh, I like that. And beating Amarantha, I don't know, but that was some ideas that I had. I like that. Yeah. Okay, mist and fury. Mm-hmm. Has a bird on it. Yep. I can't decide if it's a raven or a crow. I thought raven. Raven. Okay. My initial thought said crow, but then I was looking up raven things and I was like, maybe it's a raven. Mm-hmm. But whichever one it is, it's holding a ring. Yes. Um. So obviously I think that ring is connected to like Farrah and yes. them being mates and her having gotten the ring from the Weaver's Cottage, right? I think, I think there's a very specific scenario that connects to similar to the wolf and the arrow it's like a connected to a very specific moment in the book I feel Mm -hmm. like yes but um ravens this is what's interesting so they symbolize healing Mm -hmm. and they also tend to be like um messengers and so I think about like there's a lot of interesting like messages that they were receives mm-hmm. from Reese from the Surreal um, I think that this book is such an intense journey of her own healing yep. as well mm-hmm. um, so I think that's intense and then also apparently the combination of a wolf and a raven so I think this is interesting that it was like the first book and the second book mm-hmm. um, tends to be according to the Norse a good omen for battle success mm. and I'm like is this combination foreshadowing the eventual win in wars that's interesting. Is that a good omen? I, I, I don't like know. That. But if it is a crow and not a raven, the crows symbolize transformation and change, which okay. I think is another like clear theme. Yes, through the book. So I, I think if it was a raven or a crow it could go either it way. It could be either.
0: But I those like are my in conjunction first thoughts. with the wolf.
1: Yeah, the Raven
0: plus Wolf thing I thought was so – it, it made me really lean cool. more towards
1: it being about the Raven and the yeah. healing and that kind of thing. I like that too.
0: Any um, other thoughts from you? The only other thing was like the book color being green oh, yeah. on this one. So it's the color of like life, renewal, nature, mm. and energy. It's associated with like meanings of growth. Um and let's see it's traditionally associated with money finances which doesn't really apply but it's also associated with like ambition and greed and jealousy
1: Mm. which
0: i definitely see like in regards to tamlin and stuff like that and then it has healing powers and is understood to be like the most restful and relaxing color Mm. um which i don't know maybe like going to like the night court could be like where she truly like comfortable, relaxes, like feels yeah. at home. So, Well,
1: I think Mist and Fury, we have that journey of Feyre's healing. So yeah. I, I totally
0: see that. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. All right, what about war Okay, so we've got a knife on mm-hmm. the cover of Akawar, which like could be the knife that was used to kill Hyburn, mm-hmm. possibly. Um, and then there's also like these black swirls, which kind of remind me of Reese's tattoos, possibly. Oh, interesting. Along with like what kind of looks like, misty swirls clouds kind of thing so i was like well maybe that's why it represents reese um and the knife could be kind of going through him which represents him being killed so that's so interesting that was kind of my thoughts um and then book color is pink Mm -hmm. which um takes so pink apparently takes the passion and energy of red and tempers it with the purity of white leaving us with like tenderness and affection is, like that's sweet especially like between like all the sisters kind of like bonding yeah. and everything um and it symbolizes pink symbolizes youth good health and playfulness it is the flush of first love and stands for nurturing femininity Aww. which i mean whatever but i like the tenderness aspect
1: to it because there are so
0: many tender moments in this series yeah between elaine and Az, between yeah. like even just now with Mora and farah like coming to terms with like who more is there's just Mm a lot of like sweet moments versus like the passion of yeah like the last book yeah
1: yeah I love that um so when I looked at the cover I thought sword and smoke I did Mm -hmm. not connect it to Reese Mm -hmm. at all um I thought that this might symbolize like the war and being Mm -hmm. unsure of the outcome because like sometimes smoke is like Mm -hmm. covering things a bit um and smoke also this is something that i thought was interesting um there's like that saying i don't know if it's a saying but there's a saying <laughs> where it's like it's not the fire mm-hmm. that kills people but the smoke yeah. that kills people mm. and so i thought it was interesting thinking about that just like the surprise aspect of how the war does end yeah. like that like sneaky like cuz because they're... Right. It's not the obvious. It's not the obvious. It's not what's physically happening on the battlefield mm-hmm. that wins that war. Yeah. It's this, like... Because that's the distraction to right. the main thing that's happening. Mm, so I like I that. So I kind of, like, thought it, like, is that symbolism with the smoke there? Um, But smoke is also, like, a symbol of, like, journey and death, which, mm-hmm. again... In reference to like Reese dying in that moment and like so much death is happening in this. But it's also such an intense journey that I thought, I was like, wow, I feel like that smoke is like very, like the symbolic point. But Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. This is the first book at this point where I can't connect this to like a specific moment.
0: Yeah. In the way that I kind of can the other two books. And I don't know what that means, but Mm -hmm. those are some thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting. It's like I never took that much... Like, thought into the book covers. So, we did this, and I was like, huh, SJM. But, like, she's so intentional
1: about everything else. Like, why would she
0: not be about these new book covers? Right. And especially, like, that just makes me think of, like, the Crescent City book covers. There are some people that are, like, hardcore analyzing them. It is insane amount there's of, like, so much detail. on them there's so much on them especially like when i look at these i'm like there's like nothing on them yeah. compared to like the crescent city ones. so it's just like interesting the, mm-hmm. the back and forth between them so yeah
1: honestly those people who analyze the crescent city covers overwhelm me and so yes. i've never dived
0: into it i've never I just... done a deep dive it's too much i was just like <laughs> it's Whoa. so much no
1: okay so frost and starlight mm-hmm. i wasn't quite sure what this cover was yeah because it kind of Looks like a snowflake, mm-hmm. but it kind of looks like a sunflower, yeah. also. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like thought it about thought about in those two ways. Yeah, and sunflowers really represent happiness and optimism and peace. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this novella is yeah. just mm-hmm. so sweet. Yeah, you know, and it is those happy moments. It is a moment of peace. Mm-hmm. But also the snowflake aspect, snowflakes are a symbol of like rebirth and new beginnings and joy. Totally. And I think about like with baby Nix and everyone Mm -hmm. kind of like finding their place um, and like more going on her new journey and just like all of these little pieces. It just, I think it does a really good job, whether it's a snowflake, a sunflower, some weird combination of the two.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think it does a good job symbolizing like the heart of that book. Mm -hmm. But what were your thoughts?
0: Um. So sunflower, I think it's really cool that they literally move to follow the sun, oh. like which I didn't know. And I just like think about it. it's like if you know, if Pharaoh was the sun, it's like Reese is kind of just like everything revolves around her, and just mm-hmm. each person has like their own kind of sun that they move towards and like gravitate oh. towards. And I just thought that was like a really sweet, yeah, way to think about it. Um, because it's like we're all somebody's sunflower and we're all somebody's sun, you know. I love that. I just thought that was cool. Um, and let's see. So the book color is blue on this one. Mm-hmm. And that represents like both the sky and the sea. So it's associated with like open spaces, freedom, imagination, inspiration. Um, it can also represent meanings of depth, trust, loyalty, um, confidence and stability. So yeah. it's like I think I think it's a good for This book,
1: yeah, they finally have like the space to feel those things, yeah, and it's really beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that, yeah. So, and then last but not least, Court of Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. So, looks like there's a mask on there, which I assume is the mask in reference to the Dead Trove. That's my thought, too. Um, and there also looks to be like a sun and a crescent moon turned upside down, like at the top mm. of the mask. Um, and the upside down crescent moon can represent fertility or incarnation. Oh. And I was like, fertility? Yeah. Whoa. Uh, baby. Um, and then like a sun represents like wholeness and self. And I think this is really representative of Nesta, like truly finding herself yes. in this book. So I really liked that. Um, and it was kind of interesting because there's two different versions of this, the hardback and the softback. And they're yeah. different colors, which I was like, why? That's okay. All of the hardbacks do that. Are they? Yeah. Where oh. they're all like the gray with the... Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. it's not just this one. Okay. So, orange, I went off like the yeah. softback book. Orange is the color of joy and creativity. It promotes mm. a sense of like general wellness and emotional energy that should be shared, such as mm. compassion and passion. Um, it helps a person recover from disappointments, a wounded heart, or a blow to one's pride.
1: That is so specific. I, was and like, I love this it. This is
0: literally Nesta's color. Yes. Like Nesta is orange. Nesta is orange. So, I thought that was, of all the colors, like that one is perfect. I love that. Yeah. I totally didn't notice
1: the upside down moon on a yeah. sign on the map. I just saw the sun. Mm-hmm. Like I It's like it's kind of like tucked
0: into it, so it may yeah. not be
1: like a crescent moon, but Yeah. The only thing that I think I wanna like add to that mm-hmm. is um, masks obviously mm-hmm. um, symbolize concealing and covering. So well, I think it's a clear reference to the dread trove. Right. Um, I think it's also a reference maybe to like – because it's like why that one of them Mm -hmm. all. Um, I think it's in reference to uh, Nesta really concealing so much of herself and covering that up, and Mm -hmm. it's that journey of her like opening up and healing. So I think there's like a double meaning with the mask Mm -hmm. there. But that's all I have. Yeah,
0: that's all I have. But that was good. That was way more than I like thought there was to it. I know. So thank you, listener, for like giving us this idea. That was a wonderful idea. Yeah um what do you
1: guys think do you know any other meanings behind these things yeah
0: are you one of those people that does like the full like crescent city deep dive into cover meanings because please share we would love it that's true it, <laughs> but
1: like please do it in like a very like non-overwhelming way give me just bullets <laughs> uh, yeah some key bullets maybe like send us like one a week yeah <laughs> so we don't get overwhelmed anywho but we really appreciate y'all thank you for listening yeah and we'll talk more next week bye bye Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe and let us
0: know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.